this episode, we got uh, Kenny and Aaron with me. Kenny is coming from Scotland. Aaron's from England. You will not see Aaron's face because the bandwidth uh, in England is not behaving, but Scotland luckily is. So we get Kenny's uh, lovely visage. I was going to say, I don't know if that's <laughs> <a> word. <laughs> Sometimes I get words. Be diplomatic. Be diplomatic. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, very nice to see you, Kenny, and very nice to hear from you, Aaron. Uh, it would be nice to see you as well, Aaron. Not no offense. Uh, I, I can I can assure you this is the better option for everybody involved. <laughs> So we're talking, uh, this is the At YouTube podcast, of course, talking all things YouTube news and tour dates and, and etc. Rumors, all that kind of stuff, of course. And we'll, we'll be discussing spoilers, things that are happening on the tour coming up uh, in a few days now. That uh, So if you're trying to be spoiler free um, as far as what songs are being rehearsed, things like that, you might want to turn this off and rewatch or re-listen uh, a little bit later on after the tour has started. And uh, so we'll we'll check in with you again, I guess after that, but so we will be, like I said, we will be discussing spoilers and things like that throughout the tour. So throughout the show, I mean, so, uh, in a, just a bit of brief news, uh, there's, as I've mentioned before, there's some free EI tour wallpapers for your mobile device over on at u2.com. So at u2.com slash news, you can check out that. That'll be a link. will be that to that in the show notes, of course. And also, um, the ask at u2 hashtag, which you can send any questions and comments over on, Generally, Twitter, I keep forgetting to check the other platforms. If you're out there, apologies, but um, Twitter is the one that we can set up automatically to connect. And uh, we had at Fumat Chu send in a question saying or comment saying, I'm new to this, so forgive me if this is either not relevant or has been asked before, but dream first five tracks of all time, what would you pick? And so we're going to shelve that one for now. Because that is a great, it's kind of plays off the previous episode that we just did where we play, picked our, or talked about the last uh, song on each album, went through every album and uh, talked about the last song on that. And so we'll, picking our the dream first tracks of all time, I think is a great discussion point for a full episode. Because I think knowing Kenny and Aaron, just those two guys alone could probably fill a few hours discussing <laughs> that. If you yeah, Let's just do this, I guess, quickly. Kenny and Aaron. Your dream, uh, I guess you had to pick one song as the opening song for your, your ultimate U2 album uh, of all the f- opening tracks of the U2's catalog. Do you follow? What, mm-hmm. what, is, what is your dream opening track? Uh, I think I have to go for Streets. Oh, okay. uh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, quandary, quandary. Put yes, I'll go there. Streets as well. Sorry. And Zoo Station. <laughs> and no, you can't. You, got, you just got one. I think it's mine. And, and I will follow. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I will follow. That's what was bouncing around my head. Um, you only no, get one. Uh, no. If I had to, if it's if it's one, then I'll go with Streets. Yeah, Streets for me as well. All right. Well, I'll pick Zoo Station. That would be my my choice, just because I'm an Actung baby guy. So, um, but yeah, listeners out there, what's your dream? five top five i guess opening tracks from u2 albums is what the question was you can send those in uh to the show using hashtag ask at u2 on twitter primarily and uh we'll try and catalog stuff on uh on uh instagram as well i know and facebook from time to time we check those uh dana vox 18 said streets forever which is fair i'm just gonna move the graphic over so we can actually see over on periscope which i think is probably going to be a fairly common first track so um but anyways, we'll skip right to the roundtable, which uh, is basically because in a few short days, where are we here? Tomorrow already? Aaron, you're actually flying over in like a few hours. You're staying up late so that you can. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I've got to I've got to be getting up in about six hours, heading to the airport, and in twelve hours' time for sure, I'll be 
I'll be there at, uh, in Berlin and no doubt looking at the various people that you know on the tour that are already queuing up and been there for about three or four days already <laughs> in the GA line. I'm sure they'll be there. Yeah, thanks to uh, who is it? U2 Berlin, I think, or U2 Tour. U2 Tour. U2 Tour, yeah. In fact, I'm just looking at the Twitter account for them and I see the band are currently rehearsing the second night, the second time they've been rehearsing. So that's quite exciting as I'm looking at that right now. Yeah, so um, maybe they'll tune in and, and call into the show. We'll see <laughs> if the band yep. decides to give us a little <laughs> tease. Anyways, that's probably not going to happen. Uh, but uh, what sh- what shows are you guys seeing? I guess in on the uh, over over the pond there. What which which shows are you going to? Okay, so so for me, I'm doing obviously doing Berlin uh, the first two shows, and then I've got a bit of a gap then for about five weeks before I go to Amsterdam. And then it is Manchester, both both London, both Belfast. Um, skipping the first two Dublin shows, but finishing with Dubs three and four. Hmm. How about you, Kenny? Yeah, so I've still got a few weeks to go. So I'm Ma- both Manchester, both London, both Belfast, and all four Dublin. All right. So I guess... Um, well, we'll cover maybe your expectations and hopes for the tour, but uh, a bit of the just lead up to this, I guess, Aaron, you were mentioning beforehand that Europeans didn't really have uh, a much as much of a struggle, I guess, getting tickets and didn't have to deal with the whole verified fan. Yeah. Issues, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was much, I, much smoother. I, I was, that's right. I was just reflecting on that because, I mean, the, the tickets for were announced around January, if I remember right, or were they pre-Christmas? And, oh, you know, going back to all the, the fuss and bother, the verified fan situation unfortunately i think obviously they must have learned from that concerns with the with the market and with the general availability of tickets the registration you buy tickets and then you get deselected and all types of problems for various u2 fans and fortunately that all got corrected or dropped whatever whatever the version is (laughs) for for europe and you know certainly for for us in the in England in the United Kingdom, it was fairly fairly swift and easy to buy tickets. Ultimately, I wouldn't say everybody's got their what they wanted, but generally the the the, the process of buying a ticket was fairly certain, and the you know, the ability to do so was was fairly robust, which was great, and uh, I'm pleased about that. How about you, Kenny? Did you have the same you 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 had the same yeah. situation, I guess. I did. No, I mean, I think from my perspective, in a way, we were kind of lucky and we went second. So, um, they obviously, to your point, they tried out the whole verified piece and gave us a wee bit more planning time, um, I think is the best way to describe it. Um, We generally were okay on pre-sale, actually, and stuff like that. I managed Mm. to get most most things that I wanted. And then after that, it was a wee bit kind of hold your breath um, and just hope that you're... Uh, internet was way faster than everybody else's really to be honest um but no I, we we went pretty smoothly i mean it did look pretty appalling across um uh, uh, across the pond and actually it almost put me off a wee bit you know you're kind of like oh crikey i hope we're not going to go down that avenue if you know what i mean um but no fortunately enough they saw sense and we did it the kind of normal way um, and that did seem to work out pretty quickly. And I don't know if that had anything to do with the fact that most of the shows have sold out as well. Um, mm. 
Mm. I don't know if I had anything to do with that at yeah. all whatsoever. But I, I think also as well, Kelly, probably what's happened is that the European shows, they're more conventional cities, aren't they, really? Yeah. The plan was, I think quite a, there was quite a few areas in North America which were surprising to be chosen, perhaps. I, I don't know, but um, certainly I don't think there was full capacity, was there? It's quite a few of the shows yeah. um, early on in the tour. Um, despite them not being played there for quite a long time, you know, the, it was a little surprising. But um, no, o- overall, uh, Chris, the, the 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 experience of buying tickets was as good as it has been for, say, the Joshua Tree 30 tour and the previous INE tour. Certainly a lot better than going back to the days of Vertigo and the likes where there was a, a fair catastrophe for everybody worldwide. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pleased. I'm pleased Ticketmaster, certainly in Europe, um, seem to have, realized there was a uh, quite a few concerns with the north american yeah. methodology so that was nice and uh, something else that maybe is helping i guess uh, you had mentioned this too that the ticket scalpers or toters or whatever in in europe the, those kind of companies are going away or what's happening yeah that's right it's only a recent situation but there's been a yeah. lot of legislation particularly in ireland where they've been trying to ban um, secondary ticketing and the uk is not as advanced in terms of the parliamentary efforts, but they certainly made a, a lot of effort, both countries, in the last two years. And to the extent that um, there's been a big public backlash against Ticketmaster, particularly with their their um, secondary ticketing companies, which I think are the same in North America, known as Seedwave, mm-hmm. and uh, and Get Me In. I'm not yeah, sure yeah. it's called Get Me In in, the, in North America. Um, but they've had bad press with lots of... Um, Big acts, particularly Ed Sheeran or whatever, um, been been a lot about press over the last twelve months, and Adele in the year before that, in terms of the the marketing and how the, you know, reliability of getting tickets and getting the pricing and, you know, you buy something and you find out what you've bought at an inflated price isn't really worked out, right. and uh, surprise surprisingly, um, just over about two weeks ago, um, Ticketmaster UK announced that from August, I think it was August the thirteenth. There was to be no more um, sales, new sales mm-hmm. of tickets on their system, and the fact that the whole thing has been wrapped up within the next four to five weeks. So to be replaced by an alternative system, which is basically use the Ticketmaster website to trade tickets, and the seller, I think, just charges a fifteen is charged a fifteen percent fee, so the buyer has full transparency and is able to buy it at a face value. And that's great. I mean, you know, it it reflects really what a lot of the U2 fan communities have been doing for the last two or three tours, where we've been trying to swap and trade tickets at face value. And uh, that's good. And that's good not just for U2 fans. That's good for the whole of the uh, entertainment business, you know, whether it's theatre tickets, whether it's music tickets, sport events. It's a real positive. And and obviously good for Ticketmaster's bank account. They keep the the money flowing through their system instead of going to third-party companies as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. completely altruistic, but it's good. I think in the end, yeah. it does help the fans, for sure. Uh, yeah, so. it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what the impact is on those that remain. So we've still got Buy, Go, Go, and StopHop. Yeah, um, StopHop is eBay, isn't it? And that's, that's still right. on the go, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So right. I, I don't know what impact that will have, but I think it's a great move. I think it's a positive move. Um, and uh, yeah, as you say, it's not only good for YouTube fans, it's good for all music fans, to be honest. Yeah. And uh, so with the tour kick, kicking off tomorrow, uh, as we record this anyways, so today it's August 30th, tomorrow's August 31st, kicking off in Berlin. Um, Bono's been doing some interviews and talking about waving, doing the daring thing of waving the European flag. 
and uh, Europe is a thought that needs to uh, be. What is he? What did he say? It needs to become a feeling. Um, mm-hmm. Usual, fairly similar Bonoisms um, coming out in anticipation of the tour, and it feels it feels like a bit of a echo of the American thing that they did. Sort of, you know, America's this bigger than any one of us and all that kind of stuff and and trying to like rah-rah america except now it's just promoting europe how does that kind of um i guess sort of theme heading into the show how does that land for for you guys you're obviously um well it's not you're not german but you're a part of europe still i think right (laughs) right now anyway yeah well it has a a particular relevance for us in the uk because of the, the brexit situation which is still feeling very fragmented and you know amongst Parliament and amongst the uh, amongst the electorate, um, you know, two. It must be just over two years now, isn't it, Kenny? Before, since the vote happened, and it, it seems yeah. it seems just gigantic chaos, doesn't it? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think you know the the unity aspect of what Bono is suggesting, and you know, saying that Europe is is as big together, working together. I think that's going to be as uh, quite a good message. I think. Yeah, I mean, when I saw it, I thought. Hmm. I mean, I'm not kind of surprised. Yeah, that's kind of um, very bono. Um, I, probably, actually, I went straight to kind of home shows, so like um, Manchester, London, maybe less so Belfast. But as, as Aaron says, particularly in the UK, there is just, there's. I think carnage is quite a good word in terms of, or chaos certainly in terms of, there's no clarity around about what the, the breakup of the UK from the rest of Europe is going to mean. So from a business perspective, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and there's still a lot of misnomers flying around, people still campaigning to have second referendums, all this kind of sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it could be quite interesting, could be quite sparky. I think it is something that actually does, you know, it's, it is very divisive. I mean, the vote itself was, I can't remember, was it 55, 45 or something like yeah. that? So yeah. as a country, we're kind of fairly split on it. And I don't imagine that's moved much. Um, unless, I mean, there is pressures like that around about the rest of Europe, around about, you know, this kind of move towards uh, nationalism, I guess, if you want. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I, you know, I guess it, I suppose it depends where you live, but, it, you know, it certainly feels like it could bring a, a degree of tension's the wrong word, but you know, it certainly bring a bit of a an undertone, a bit of spark to the mm. uh, to the shows actually. So it'll be interesting to see how it pans out actually. Exactly. And I, I guess this whole European EU flag waving bits, this you know, how, how yeah. it's the theme of it's gonna be for tomorrow night. I assume, you know, it does appear that American soul has been dropped. I mean, it was obviously going to be difficult to play that song with the American flag in the background in the way that it was in North America. Um, I would discount it. Will be, it may be played yet even on the tour. But, you know, it seems that it may be that the, the European flag will be on the backdrop and perhaps Summer of Love is, is, is the, the backdrop for that song. Um, See that, or I was even wondering New Year's Day, actually. Just simply yeah, because of the kind yeah, of reference to, the, you know... Yeah, uh, the European-Polish uh, solidarity. Exactly, yeah. And that's where I wondered if that, where that was kicking in. Yeah, because they did play American Soul like in the, at the Canadian stop, in the tour, but they didn't have the flag ups. And so they could still... But it does feel a little bit like raw, raw America in a... Fa- Whereas something like Bullet the Blue Sky is obviously talk, discussing America, but more of like we're all being affected by the American politics, you know, as opposed to... Um, American soul feels a bit more like, hey, America, you know, mm. that to me that doesn't play as well in Europe. Not that they can't play it, but um, 
but yeah, New Year's Day, if they're going for the, if, as we've seen anyways, they kind of push the theme over the song and choosing songs that are appropriate for the theme, I think then, uh, New Year's Day would, would fit more, more appropriately. Top Deco 75 on Periscope said American Soul was great. New Year's Day could shake it up a bit more. So kind of, it does lack, I mean, it's, it's a well, heard well-tread song where it's nothing new for people obviously it won't it still gets a gets the crowd up and going obviously but just thematically it's nothing new that they haven't heard before so um and mcfisto imagery is a part of the promo and obviously you know sort of assume that he'll make his appearances uh in in a similar way um uh in the tour and uh whether it's uh with acrobat again and similar sort of setup on the east stage as they did before um, remains to be seen, obviously, but one kind of assumes it kind of seems like they're going for that same set list, just swapping out a few songs that make a bit different sense. The one interesting one that was rehearsed anyways, was even better than the real thing instead of desire. Uh, and I don't know if there's a, as a desire scene as more of like an American country rock kind of song, as opposed to even better being more European rock or something. I don't know if that's a fair characterization, but is there, does yeah, desire not- I, I guess it, it may be that even better than the real thing could be the, who's going to be your wild horses. Right. song you know you remember you remember that was introduced i think for the first show in north america and then never played again it may be that some of these songs that are in rehearsal have just been played for berlin you never know yeah even been the real thing you know this is where acton baby got recorded in the hansa studio so it could be just a one-off it'll take a couple of shows won't it before the band themselves and particularly bono knows the feedback he's getting from the songs yeah and you know things like red flag day i'm pleased they're in rehearsal at the moment because unfortunately that song got dropped, I think, didn't it, in North America mm-hmm. reasonably early on and didn't and didn't make a, a reappearance. So I'm you know, I, I love playing this thing, Chris, called U2 Bingo, where <laughs> you know, I get I get the songs, even if I only ever hear them once, it's always nice to hear them. That's why I'm the way I'm hoping American Soul does make an appearance. I'm not actually very fond of the song, but it's tick it's tick the box exercises that you hear it once and you've done it. Well, cause you were one of the few that got to hear, uh, what was it on the last tour? Um, uh, what was on, on the I need tour or yeah. the Joshua? I need tour. Uh, Oh, I got to hear volcano. Volcano. Yeah. Right. That's what. Yeah. 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 Mac, 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 Mac McGee's favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, maybe they, maybe they'll know. I guess it doesn't have to be brilliant. It could be one of the shows you're at. They just check for an Aaron Govern yeah. in the, in the ticket listing. Yeah. And, then know they can play that <laughs> rare song. So <laughs> is there um, any other songs that you guys are, are hoping from the, from the most recent album, I guess it, it would make the most sense to talk about that one in relation to songs you hope to hear. Um, obviously Acrobat being from Actung, that is likely something you haven't heard live. I would assume, unless you tuned into no, I, I, song, whatever, but not, not, not live, live. No, I've, li- yeah. I've heard it live, obviously on, on the audio or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. From the I've, new I've, album. I've, I've, yeah. Yeah, Probably I was just from the love, new I album. Think. Yeah, Summer of Love. Yeah, Summer of Love. I lo- I'd like, like looking forward to that one very much. Love that song. Um, I'd like to hear the Showman. I think that's quite a fun song. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Kenny's reaction. <laughs> not so much. Sorry. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> we can see you, Kenny. Remember? <laughs> I just say I forgot. I forgot. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just had that like uh, throwing up supper in his mouth kind of feeling. No. I think, <laughs> uh, yeah. Guilty. Guilty as charged. <laughs> No, it's okay to not have it. Every every song can't be your favorite song. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Think, what songs are you looking for? I to? think for me, I, Summer of Love, definitely. Uh, and I'd really like to see uh, Little Things. I, I I really like that song. I think it's pretty awesome, actually, the more and more I listen to it. Um, and actually, 
I, I'd like to hear it just in a different way than it's sort of kind of concluding at the end of the, the Joshua Tree tour. So, um, yeah, really, really kind of looking forward to that. Uh, with regards to like Acrobat, just to chuck this in, uh, I have, I've actually kind of strayed away from the tour quite a bit. So I kind of, I've got a sense of the visuals. I haven't really kind of delved into the visuals, but I made a point of not listening to anything live yet. So uh, it's all going to be a bit of a surprise for me when I pitch up on the, nice. so, you know, I mean, I've obviously heard these songs live before, some of them, but just when you hear them again fresh, um, really looking forward to that. But yeah, I'd love to hear little things. I think it's a cracking song. Yeah. I mean, Chris, what, one thing to say about this tour, and I, th- I, you know, it really is a deep cut tour because inevitably we haven't got any Joshua Tree songs. And, and that, would, that, that was actually the right thing to do, in my opinion, particularly just mm-hmm. following the Joshua Tree tour. But also as well, it was quite a good idea in some respects just to drop some of those songs because it, it must be a nightmare if you're, if you're you two to think to yourself, right, we've got 24 songs to play per concert. Which ones do we drop? Yeah. And the, it, it must be an absolute nightmare because you've got to tour a new album. You've, you've got to play at least five, six songs off the new album. How do you, how do you kick out another five? Each time, you know, there must, it must be an absolute, uh, absolute nightmare to try and do that. So, um, I'm I'm pleased with this set list because you say we're getting a lot of different tracks on uh, that. Some are quite unusual to hear. Um, you know, the ocean. I mean, I haven't heard the ocean since the war tour. I guess the same for you, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So that's that's a nice rarity to hear that again because you know there's fair few songs the last couple of tours i thought i'd never hear again and we have we've had them played again so that that's the nice surprises that are coming up that's good to hear yeah i i agree i mean look i just like hearing them live and i know there's all sorts of chat about static set lists etc etc and i i do i think they might have to kind of mix it up slightly more if they're playing back to back and there was there's kind of more back to back than there was certainly from the, the North American piece, if I if, if, if call. So there's going to have to be a bit of bit more change. I just hope they do, you know, when I saw The Real Thing, um, or even better than The Real Thing, it, much as I like it as a track, and actually it worked really, really well um, live on the IME tour, um, I guess I'd feel a wee bit wet down if you got the same visuals and et cetera, et cetera. And I know they've kept some of the visuals in, from previous, uh, uh, from the previous ID tour for like Iris, etc., um, and I think that's appropriate. But I don't know. So uh, anyway, we'll see. I'm really looking forward to it. Can't wait. Yeah, it seems what's like they, they don't get uh, to buy me a beer. What's that? <laughs> Plus, Alan gets to buy me a beer. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's always a good excuse and, and if you're listening somewhere uh watching on periscope watching on twitch watching on youtube watching on mixer is another one that we're streaming to i think as well Th- feel free to throw something in the chat and let us know what songs you're looking forward to seeing if you're in the european area or planning to be for one of the tours and we'd love to sort of hear what songs you're looking forward to and maybe what songs you're looking forward to not hearing <laughs> as it were if you're joshua treed out and you're happy that they're not playing anything from the joshua tree uh, as it as as of yet, anyways, and we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, Ken Cunningham asked on Twitter, said, "Do you think there'll be a new single release to kick off the next leg of the tour?" And I I guess um, if it hasn't happened well, yet, I think it has. Some of love was yeah. released oh, digitally. Yeah, right. It kind of gets lumped into all the the remixes oh, <laughs> section. Yeah. 
it's a little hard, isn't it, sometimes to know is it a new single or not when you see what's coming out. It's like um, Love is Bigger Than Anything in Its Way. I think there was about 45 bloody <laughs> remixes in the end. It was crazy. Yeah, everybody got a remix. Yeah, which actually, in answer, I know people ask, often ask me too, like, why are they doing it so often? But they, it was a number one Billboard Dance Club chart remix of Love Ooh. is Bigger Than Anything in Its Way. So now they're trying the same sort of tactic, I guess, with Summer of Love and four different remixes. Mm on there so um, i mean i guess if it works and that's sort of the audience that's at least on their charts like which who who knows how much it matters these days anyways but if you're still sort of going after that then i guess that's where the kind of thing that seems to be working for them so um which then if like obviously it makes sense that they would start playing that song <laughs> on the tour yeah. um and and we'll see what kind of version if it if it like the the natural sort of way of playing it seems to be like just the acoustic set version like they did with staring at the sun except swap out summer of love and um thematically you know whatever i guess it works and so um but uh yeah we'll see we'll see what happens tomorrow night aaron will have a live report for us i guess from from the show floor to see <laughs> see what's happening oh. Yeah, I, hope so. I mean, the, I'm sorry, I'm just looking again at last night on U2 Tours uh, tweets for the rehearsals and also tonight. It seems that what they played tonight has been the same as yesterday. Um, so the only thing, songs that don't appear to happen are one, Love is Bigger Than Anything in Its Way, and 13, There Is a Light. So there's, they've been playing about 20 songs, so there's three songs yet to be revealed so far. But um, I'm sure that, that they'll, the, the, those last three songs for the encore will happen. I'm fairly sure of that. The other thing we just talked about, um, Chris, you mentioned about Desire being dropped. Mm. Um, uh, what's going in to replace that now? Sorry, just, we were just talking about it. Oh, uh, even, even better than the real thing. Sorry, even better than the real thing. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, one, one thing that will happen in the next anniversary uh, of Rattle and Hum is coming up towards the end of October, early November for the film. So it makes me wonder whether, you know, we've got the, the U2 fan club uh, remix of the 12-inch of uh, some of the tracks. I can't remember which ones they were now. Was it God Part 2 and stuff mm-hmm. like that coming out to the YouTube.com yeah. subscribers? Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was going to uh, indicate that there was going to be a rattle and hum um, anniversary issue. I have to say we're getting a bit close to to that actually happening. It may be that perhaps it'll, it's either not happening or it'll be deferred into the new year. So it's very cluttered, the market, obviously, with U2 releases. Uh, the Joshua Tree tour videos yet to be released as well. So I think from a marketing perspective. But what the point I was trying to make was that with, with Rattle and Hum anniversary coming up, it's going to be hard not to think that Bono will want to play uh, When Love Comes to Town or, uh, you know, they've, they've done that in New York, didn't they? They did in New York yeah, back yeah. in June. So, you know, you can imagine, even if it's uh, just an acoustic version with Edge, All I Want Is You, all of those type of songs, I'm sure they'll make an appearance. Even if it's only once throughout the whole yeah. tour, I'm sure they'll be, they'll be referenced, at least, even if they're snippets. And I, th- I think that'll happen. That's your kind of multiple cities. So Milan's definitely got yeah. to have, Milan, Paris you know, might Paris. have it. Yeah, yeah Milan's absolutely. more likely, isn't it? Because that's October. Yeah. And I was going to say Dublin, but, you know, Dublin yeah, shows can, shows. Yeah. yeah, potentially, but they tend to be a wee bit safe sometimes. But um, yeah, you've got to think those 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 cities with the, with the four shows have got opportunity for something just a wee bit different. Um, but to be seen, to be seen. <laughs> yeah, lots. Of, that's uh, I think. 
tempering fans' hopes, I guess, for a dramatically different set list, I guess, because they didn't really do a lot in the States with, uh, or in the North American tour, um, States and one stop in Canada, but, um, you know, with mixing it up too much, really, and definitely not as much as you might hope or think, I guess, if you're being really optimistic about just random songs getting thrown in. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I, I'm hoping the, like, um, what's the word? Not like too experimental, but something about Europe, something about being on their home continent, maybe, or whatever inspires them to just sort of relax a little bit, let the set list hang out a little bit and, and sort of see experiment and try a few different things in, in the sets and, and not be so rigidly stuck to the, to the set list, I guess, night after night. And, and even just the, for their own sake of uh, interest of, you know, playing the same songs night after night after night in the same order with the same little spots and hits and, and uh, moments mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They, uh, yeah, I guess just that they don't get stuck in a moment that they can't get out of maybe. So, <laughs> <laughs> to work one in that there. Perfect. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I totally agree with you. And I think the other thing as well that comes to mind, Chris, as well, is uh, and I, I'm one of the believers. Believers? Is that the right thing? Um, they're going to go on a bit of a sabbatical after this. Yeah. They've worked for three years on and off, um, which is quite a lot for them these days. Um, and um, I don't know. In my own mind, you probably would think, well, is that really the way they want to finish off? how they've been touring for the last three years, being too static. But listen, look, at the end of the day, you know, um, because I think they will disappear for a wee while, that's why I'm just looking forward to this, looking forward to the music and hearing them bashing it out in a room, which is even better because it's smaller, it's indoor, etc. So I guess that's the kind of Brucey bonus, uh, as we would say over here. But yeah, I, 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 I think that's the one thing for me. You think maybe, maybe they might just think, okay, guys, we're... We're going to disappear for a wee while, so let's go out with a bang. Yeah, and if not, I hope they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they are. Let's just assume they are. So there's, uh, as of right now, as we record, anyways, YouTube.com/tour. There's uh, tickets available for Cologne, uh, Hamburg, Milan, Manchester, yeah. two, London, mm-hmm. two, and that's it. So really, even that they sell sold out. Let me just say that Berlin. Last yesterday and today, there's been ticket drops. Ticket drops, right? So, uh, as they work out the production, particularly GA, usually what happens is when they get the floor, when they get the stage down on the floor, they're able to work out whether they can release more tickets or not. And I think a few sightline seats were made available as well. I know they were sold out quite quickly, but they've they've happened. So, anybody out there who is looking for tickets for for shows which appear to be sold out, just be patient and day or two before the show you may see that the uh, the local promoter is able to to uh, sort out some tickets for for availability yeah what's the there's a, the facebook group um, yeah there's there's quite a few now i think there's quite a few um, facebook groups i mean there's one called u2 fan tours that's um, been going for quite a while um, there's a fair few on on facebook i mean you just literally got to type yeah. in the appropriate search words but yeah there's been a fair amount of trading going on yeah so just yeah to check those and be aware obviously follow the rules make sure you're getting a ticket when you think you're getting a ticket and all that kind of stuff um and uh yeah aaron are you going to be i guess streaming or tweeting or anything in- i i'm going to try and do mixler is it i can't even don't even know pronounce it right mixler yeah. and periscope tomorrow subject to appropriate bandwidth it does just make me wonder whether you're in a big concrete building whether you can get a signal or not 
So I should, but I should be trying my very best in, indeed. And your uh, best place for them to follow you to be notified, I guess, on maybe on Twitter. What's your Twitter? I do that on Twitter. Yeah. So my Twitter handle is at Ivanobe, I V A N O B E. Right. And so, yeah, folks can look forward to possibly hearing, seeing whatever bandwidth provides, I guess. And, um, and then Kenny, I guess on, uh, for folks in a little while, anyways, what, uh, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, what's, uh, where are you at on the Twitters? If folks want to yeah, I'm, I'm at sing no more, which is, uh, well, sing S I N G N O M O R E. All right. Well, we'll look forward to that, to hearing, see what happens tomorrow night, I guess, on the show. Of course, you can follow along um, with at you too at twitter.com slash ATU2, facebook.com slash ATU2.com. Give us a like over there and then instagram.com slash ATU2.com. All those places will be updating, I guess, as we hear and see things happening with the tour. And also, uh, if you want to, you can uh, follow what was I going to say? Follow, uh, I guess, good stuff. <laughs> That's where the show is. You can find uh, links to the, all that stuff if you want to, if you forget what we said. Goodstuff.fm slash ATU2 slash 87 is this particular episode number. And then, uh, uh, of course, pre- previous episodes, if you want to, are there as well. And if you're so inclined, feel free to give us a, a like, a thumbs up, a rating, a review, whatever, and on the various podcast players that you choose to do so in uh the apple podcast app in particular is one of the more influential ones so that helps other folks get to be uh, made aware of the youtube podcast that we do and uh i'm i chris on twitter feel free to tweet at me if you have any questions and of course uh use hashtag ask at youtube on twitter thanks to everybody's watching on periscope twitch mixer youtube if you happen to be out there we'll uh be back again i think in a week we'll Watch, watch any of those Twitter accounts for uh, news and scheduling. And uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great day. Adios.